0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 725, Insider Examiner Advice for Your IELTS Essays. In today's show, you'll find out five ways to satisfy the IELTS examiner so you can increase your writing scores on your next exam. Hey guys, I hope you are having a lovely, lovely day. Um, It is a bit rainy here in Portland, but you know, that's cool. We're used to it. And we had like a whole week of nice weather. Um, So as you can hear, I'm here by myself today because after revealing to you guys a few weeks ago that I was an examiner for 14 years, um, I wanted to bring you a two-part uh, sort of special insider look at what... The examiner wants in speaking and writing. What did I learn from my 14 years of doing thousands of speaking and writing exams and evaluating thousands of students? Giving a lot of sixes, you guys. <laughs> six is just like the baseline standard. So if you are stuck at a six or maybe a five, um, then listen up today, you guys, because there's some stuff I'm going to share with you about writing today. Um, And in the next uh, part of this, which uh, will be brought to you next week, um, I'm going to talk about the speaking section. So today we're focusing on writing. So listen up, guys, because uh, I'm going to tell you stuff that is very unique to the IELTS exam to the examiner experience that affects your score. And these are details, these are insider looks that... Teachers are not going to know, textbooks are not going to tell you, so lots of amazing information today. Okay, so without further ado, let's get to it. Um, All right, so first of all, guys, here is a, a general tenet that you should try to live by in your writing. Don't make the examiner work too hard. (laughs) Okay. If you make the examiner um, think too much about your essay or have to read it more than once to understand it, or if you write in a way that asks the reader or the examiner to make inferences, um, that doesn't get you a high score, you guys. Now, I realize, and we've talked about this on the show before, we know that The way you communicate through writing in other cultures, maybe your culture, is very different than how we, than what we expect you to do in English, especially on IELTS. Because here's the thing. It's only 40 minutes. It's only four paragraphs. Okay you're not expected to like overanalyze and think too much and offer really complicated ideas. You can't. If you're going to write a well-organized essay, you need the whole 40 minutes to plan it and to write it. Okay. Um, so it's about being direct and obvious in your ideas. All right. Um, as an examiner, if I have to stop reading your essay and go back and read something again to understand it, that's a problem. That's going to bring down your score. If it's a problem because the idea is too vague, um, then that's going to detract from your task score and possibly your cohesion coherence score. Okay, because the logic isn't there. If it's a problem with the grammar, or the vocab, if that prevents me from understanding what you mean, then of course, those grades are going to go down as well. So what is the solution here, guys? The solution is to go with the first idea you think of. Brainstorm very well and very specifically simple and obvious ideas. Don't think about it too much, you guys, and use a lot of linking words. Okay, to connect all of these ideas. That's another thing that makes your essay easy to read on my part, is that all of the ideas are organized logically, but there are also transition phrases between every idea that smoothly links them, that smoothly allows my mind to follow one idea to another. So that's exactly what the templates in Three Keys aisles give you, right? I wrote these from an examiner standpoint, so they're all directly linked to what I am looking for to give you that seven or higher. Okay, So here's another thing, guys. Here's the second point I want to make today. I have five points for you. I thought a lot about this. So the second point is that don't make your essay super long, okay? That uh, is connected to the first point in making the examiner work too hard, all right? Here's Here's the facts. The examiner gets paid the same for every essay. It doesn't matter if it's 20 words or 500 words. Okay, I'm gonna get paid the same rate regardless of how long it is. So if you make it super long, you're wasting my time. And okay, that matters on the examiner standpoint, but for you, this matters because writing an extra long essay does not raise your score. You don't get extra points for having more words. Okay, and what happens is if you usually if you have more than 300 words. Your ideas get muddled. That means they get confusing and it's not organized. Okay. And then also, guys, just statistically, you're going to make more mistakes if you have more sentences. All right. Families have a lot going on. And remember, as we mentioned a while ago, the examiner doesn't count your words anymore. But hey, you're not going to get a seven or higher if your essay is too short because you don't have enough vocab or ideas. All right. So still like maintain that guideline of at least 250 words in task two, at least 150 words in task one. Just because you need to communicate that much, at least in order to have enough variation in your grammar and your ideas and your vocab, okay? but yeah, so don't don't write too much, you guys. Um, and. For most of us, there's no time to write that much in 40 minutes and still have time to plan and proofread, all right? Just the facts. Um that's another reason why having a strong template like the three keys template helps so much because then you don't have to stop and like wonder how you're going to organize it. You already know. <laughs> so that saves a lot of time. Okay, here's the third part, guys. The examiner has one set of guidelines for that they apply to every single essay. It doesn't matter if you're writing problem solution or argument or whatever, I'm looking for the same things, okay? So this is important specifically for the task score because part of your task score for seven or higher is showing a strong position throughout your essay. So this is important, guys, even in a problem solution, you have to find a way to take a position. So the easiest way to do that is, for example, in the, when you're writing about the solution, just say something like, to my mind, the most effective um, way to ameliorate this problem would be blah, 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 okay? Just adding those few words, right, to my mind, I believe that is so, that's such an easy and obvious, there's that word again, obvious clear way to show your position, Okay, so that's very important. I got two more points for you. Um, So in your preparation process, all right, you're working hard on improving your vocabulary, right? You are keeping a vocab notebook. You're um, writing down words that you come across in books and newspapers and podcasts. That's awesome. But when you write your essay, don't try too hard to include amazing words. Because again, what happens is that ends up muddying your ideas, okay? If you're trying too hard to include too many fancy words, okay, first of all, it's going to become unclear. The meaning of the sentence will become unclear. And second of all, you're going to make more mistakes. And even if you have, let's say 10 amazing high level band nine vocab words, if you have too many mistakes around those, you're still not going to get a high score for grammar. All right. So, Don't reach too far for vocab. Don't try too hard to use fancy words, okay? Your job is to learn words that apply to a variety of topics, right? Impressive words that apply to a variety of topics and practice using those, okay? All right, one last point for you guys. There's some confusion about Grammar scores out there. Um, A lot of candidates think that if they have really long sentences, that they try to join all these crazy clauses with a bunch of commas, that means that like equals a high vocab or a high grammar score. That's not true. Um, If if you have really long sentences, guys, there's going to be a lot of mistakes. Okay, hands down. So if you want a seven for vocab, I mean, grammar, I keep saying vocab. If you want a seven for grammar, um you can do that by just having a few different complex sentences some compound sentences and a few simple sentences as long as you don't have a lot of mistakes okay so same idea with as the vocab here in grammar don't try too hard to make it super fancy okay um control what you're learning and practice using that Okay? So really master just a few different complex sentence structures so you're not making any mistakes in those. Okay? That's the key for that seven in grammar. Okay, guys. So if you want more insider strategies, um, check out our course, Three Keys IELTS. Um, I have another announcement for students that I'll give in just a second. But just to tell you where to go to get into Three Keys IELTS, guys, if you want the whole system of strategies that are guaranteed to increase your IELTS scores, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic. And if you want all of that, plus Skype lessons with me or a member of our team, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. Now, one last thing, special announcement for Three Keys students. Listen up. Um, I am going to do a Facebook Live just for you guys in our closed Facebook group on June 8th okay, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm going to be posting reminders in the group, guys. So I'm going to be talking about how to be flexible in writing task two, because from what I've noticed, working with a lot of you guys, that is uh, the biggest thing holding you back in writing. So I'm going to give you some information about that, answer some questions. So if you are a three key student, put that in your calendars, guys, June 8th, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay, everyone, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS energy podcast from all ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.